Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford and Steve Edge on Absolute Radio. Hope you're very well this Sunday morning. Uh, Steve, how are you? I'm all right, yeah. Yeah, back yeah. in the shed's nice, isn't it? Oh, you, you did enjoy being in my actual company last week. Did you? Yes, I did. Nah, not travelling all the way into <laughs> London. Not that. Oh, the travelling, company. Yeah. The company was fine. It was just uh, travelling in and pressing security passes, waiting for lifts. Oh, nah. Nah, Ooh. nah, nah, nah. Open that's the door a, of the a... shed, sit down. That's much easier. <laughs> Something of a, a, a bygone era, wasn't it? Just sort of yeah. actually travelling into work. Felt yeah. very odd. Nah, it's not for us, is it? <clears throat> no, no, no. We're all right with this. Thank you very much. Yep. yep. <laughs> um, I'm feeling rough. I probably sound a bit rough. Does my voice sound rough? What's What's wrong with you? I don't know. Just I just feel a bit rough this week. EBC. Of it. Everything but EBC, COVID. EBC, what's that? EBC, everything but COVID. That's, you've got yeah. a bit of everything. Bit of cold, That's bit what of I've a got. twinge, shoulder hurting, all that. Shoulder, throat, bit of a sniffle, but yeah. done a lateral flow test, can't have 10 days off. No. It's the best, it's the worst of both worlds. No, it is, isn't it? You drink it like a pint of Sunny Delight first or something, and that affect the test. That's the, that's the way to do it, isn't it? Yeah, wasn't there a lime, or Lemon or lime or something, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. You probably do it with Chewits. Yeah, there'll be a system. These yeah. kids, kids, and, kids are very clever, very wily. Oh, they know their stuff. They do, they really do. Uh, where was I last night? I was at a new venue in, uh, in Stockton in the North East called uh, the Stockton Globe. Oh, nice. Sounds nice. Really, really nice. Yeah, they've only had a handful of gigs there. It's like it's an old venue that they've uh, that they've Judged. updated. Yeah. Yes, quite. I mean, um, I'd love to know how much they've spent on it. Uh, I think, in fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna Google it right oh, now. Have a look now. Twenty-seven point nine million. Oh my god, oh, that does sound nice, though. Yeah, I mean, you can see where the yeah. you can see where the money's gone. What <laughs> was the backstage bit like? Lovely. Not, oh, right. It had gone there as well because it doesn't normally yeah, penetrate actually that far, does it? <laughs> no, usually it's all, it all gets spent front of house. Yeah. Uh, some of the venues, like when I was in Wimbledon New Theatre last week, it's lovely out front, really nice theatre out front, but that £1 restoration fee is not being spent No. backstage. As soon as you go backstage, it's like you're in Dickens times, isn't it? Yeah. Just <laughs> exactly. straw it's like when it's on the floor. Just <laughs> <laughs> animals walking around. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, like it's funny because out front people got masks on and stuff. They're worried about COVID. Backstage we're worried about legionnaires. Mm, yeah, it's the, it's that's the big the, one, isn't it? That's the that's yeah. the big killer backstage. Diphtheria yeah. is the one backstage you're all scared of, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, the Black Death. <laughs> yeah, uh, is our is our biggest concern in our dressing rooms. Uh, but you know it's gone. It's uh, yeah, it's been going well. So if you're up in the northeast, and uh, it was a yeah, really really a lovely venue. So uh, give it give it a visit. Matters. Steve's brand new show kicked off last night on Channel 5. I did, yeah. First episode. Yeah. Exciting. We're in already, yeah. aren't we? I'm in. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I know what happens. You have to be. Yeah. I've not seen it yet. Um, right. But well, you've got to get on. It. What is it? My 5, your 5, our 5? My 5. Yeah. And yeah, it'll be on so. there, won't it? Have a little watch. Very expect so, yeah. Especially when the weather's just turned, just to see all that it's sunshine. It's a good... It's good timing, isn't it? The Madame Blanc Mysteries, it's called. It's on Channel 5, and like Steve says, it's on the My 5, Your 5, whatever the app is. Imagine it's on yeah. your Sky. You can catch yeah, up. Yeah, be on there. Um, can you give me a little synopsis? Get me, get me 
tantalised for it and for anyone well, I don't want to do any spoilers, do yeah, I? But you, but I mean, you can tell a story without spoiling it. You're... Mm, Sardex is a big one at the beginning. It's about... Uh, well, just tell us. It's Sally been on Lindsay. anyway. <laughs> Sally Lindsay. Yeah, but you've not seen it, so I don't want to spoil it for you. I'm, I'm still going to watch it because my best friend's in it. So. I know, it doesn't matter. I'm just, being, I'm just trying to... I'm buying some time to try and work out the best way to describe it. <laughs> I thought there was an ulterior motive. Yeah. So Sally Lindsay, who's written it with, with Sue Vincent, who's in it as well. So Sally Lindsay plays this um, antiques dealer in uh, its lovely shop in in, uh, in sort of Cheshire. And her, her, her husband goes... Love joy. Exactly. Her husband goes over yeah. to south of France and gets all these antiques, brings it back to the shop. It's a big thing. Yeah. And they sell them and stuff like that. And then he, well, he's a spoiler. It happens in the first five minutes. He yeah, dies. Exactly. He dies. He dies right. in, in France. So she finds out that not only has he died over there, but he sort of left her with no money. Something's gone on. So she goes over to saint Vitoire, this beautiful French town where it's all set, and uh, starts trying to work out what happened to her husband. But while she's there, also gets in with the police and starts um, solving antiques and art and jewellery, you know, anything sort of antique-related crimes and murders that are happening in, around the village. Right. That's what it's about, roughly. Oh, I'm in. I'm in. So is it like a sort of uh, murder she wrote level or prime suspect level of... Uh... It's it, somewere know. between the t- like Lovejoy is a good example. So right, the drama okay. is full on drama. But for anybody is... under forty, what what would that example be? Well, you've just said murder. She wrote. I don't think there is. There, just, well, look, <laughs> yeah, there, is, course, there isn't yeah. one. Obviously, there isn't one. That's why the program has been made. Ah, it's got nice. Sort of, it's got a nice level because it's quite an odd couple of plates to spin that to keep the drama yeah, dramatic and then but have a lightness of touch that. You know, because it's it's about the community and the people that live there, people that run the bar, the policemen, and all that. So you get to know all those throughout the series. Got you. But so what, like a death in paradise, sort of. But it, yes, it, there's episodic. There's an episodic crime each one, right. but there is an overarching story of what brought um, Mrs. White, Jean White, mm. Sally Lindsay's character to France, to the set. Nice. So that's also come. I like yeah. it, and obviously it's going to be funny if you're in it. There's funny bits. There is yeah. funny bits. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Well, I'm into it. I'm, I'm, I'm up for it. So if you want to watch it, it's the Madame Blanc uh, Mysteries. Uh, when, when can people see it, Steve? Well, it's, it's on Saturday nights, 9 o'clock on Channel 5. So just after Strictly, get straight over onto the other channel. Jason. Manford. You know what I'm getting sick of, Steve? What? I'm getting sick of lazy journos. Lazy what? journalists. Only just. Well, yeah, it's, it's when it affects you that it becomes oh, a problem. Okay. Yeah. So I had a thing this week, right? And uh, I was playing in Grimsby, and it was like the first gig that we'd come to that I'd like, I'd like hundred tickets left, yeah, like seats left, empty seats left, and we'd not sold out. And uh, so I went onto my fan page to yeah. where you know my, my my pals are, people who already like us, yeah. And I did a little video, and I said, "Hello, people of Grimsby, um, I'm heading over to uh, the the auditorium tonight." I said, "We've we've got." Um, about 100 tickets left, 50 pairs of tickets left uh, if you mm. fancy coming along for a chuckle, be a good night, maybe you've not seen it advertised or whatever. Um, but it's it's the first out of, you know, 60 dates or whatever, it's the first gig that I'm doing that's not uh, a, a full sellout. And I said, I remember saying the words, oh, Grimsby, you've let me down. Yeah. Let me down, Grimsby, you know. And then sort of yeah. talked about the, doing Stockton and Grantham and Flandudno uh, next week and all that. Mm. Anyway, thought nothing of it. Get to the Let's gig. See where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> Placards outside. Uh, Grimsby not quite flaming <laughs> not torches. Man, quite that out. Oh, okay. But a headline in the paper, an hour later, Jason Manford, Grimsby's let me down. No details in the headline. <laughs> and then, I mean, if you read 
the comments underneath on their Facebook page, which I know you're not supposed to, but you yeah. can't help it because it's like someone's talking about you in the next room. Like yeah, yeah. And uh, it'd be, well, he's let us down. Maybe if he was funnier, maybe. It, I was like, whoa, whoa, guys. I never even heard of him. There was a lot of... Ironically, they seem to have let themselves down now. Those ones had, yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. It's this obsession with... Well, it's just lazy, isn't it? Because all you need to do as a journalist now, for the most part, unless you're like a proper investigative journalist, Mm. um, is sit on Twitter and Facebook, pressing refresh. Yeah. Waiting for somebody to say something. Yeah, and then you got to... Waiting for someone to unfollow somebody or... Click like on a comment. Yeah. And that's a news story. Yeah. I mean, that's what it's It's very strange. It's just, it's not nice being the the victim of it, actually. <laughs> did, thinking, you the did you sell the hundred, did you sell the hundred extra seats? Though? Yeah, they did, did go to did me. Did so. Good. <laughs> they, I didn't let you down. So, you know. No, nobody's let us down. It was, I was just joking. Now, just say now, Grimsby has lifted me up. And then that might Grimsby. be the headline. Grimsby has lifted me to... Pastures new. Is that the right phrase? <laughs> to to, well, to levels I didn't think I could get but, to. Well, let's see if it's the right phrase. It'll just, the bloke yeah. will just print that as the headline. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just come on, journalist. If you're listening right now, stop just clicking refresh on people off the telly's social media and making a story out of it because it's not. It's not work, mate. Oh, I can it's see the not headline. work. I can see the headline on oh, Journalist God. Weekly already. Oh, no. What's the headline? <laughs> Journalist is not work. Just click and refresh, <laughs> says Manford. <laughs> Grimsby hating Manford starts bashing the journos. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. I'm actually a bit tired, Steve. I was up late yeah. last night. Yeah. I was up really late, yeah. Um, it's We record this show on the Friday, so Thursday night... Yeah. Um, I stayed up for uh, Adele's new song that was released at midnight. Oh, was it released? I didn't know this. Was this a thing? Was this a happening? It got released at 12 yeah. o'clock around the world or something? That's right, 12 o'clock. Oh. Um, I don't know if that was what was going on everywhere else, but yeah, Easy On Me. It's called on Spotify, iTunes and other streaming services available. Um, yeah. And uh, no, I was I was on my way home. I, I didn't specifically wait up for it, oh, but um, I uh, I was interested. I was yeah. interested to sort of see, because a lot of pressure, isn't there, on Adele? Well, she, she sort of disappears for like four years and then just like drops something and then just I know, goes I respect that though. I really yeah. respect that. Like, you know, considering she's like w- one of us, like, you know, she's a sort of normal person. She's very, um, and she puts her, you know, she puts her heart on the sleeve a little bit. You know, she's, everything mm. she sings is sort of from the heart. You don't know, you don't actually know an awful lot about her. No, I don't quite know like that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's something about that. It's like an old school sort of. Um, Star, isn't it? That people well, that's quite hard to what she does as well. To disappear for four years, you think people will forget about you? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, so they don't, do they? Yeah. They're waiting, aren't they? They're all waiting. It's um, so the video is called uh, "Easy on Me" and um, it's about her divorce and uh, and whatnot. Um, it's quite, you know, it's a bit sad as you'd imagine yeah. from Adele. She should. She's not. Christmas she's not going to sing "Sweet Caroline" at any point. No, is I she? wanted to do a Christmas song that's <sighs> just all jolly about us being around the fire and stuff. I'd That'd love be that, nice, wouldn't it? I'd love that. I hope. When she does thirty-five or whatever, yeah, or forty, you know, it's just it does maybe just she starts to see the you know the. Well, she look the back at her other stuff. She got she have a song called "Get Over Yourself" or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You know, when you look back at stuff you did when you're younger, and you go, "Oh God, <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe, yeah. I don't know." Yeah, but it's a good song. Um, a lot of littering though. A lot of littering in the video. I noticed. Oh, is there? Oh, uh, I don't yeah, know. I know it shouldn't lot. bother me, 
But um, she's old enough to know better anyway. She's not nineteen she's, anymore. No, she's literally thirty. Um, yeah. Lots of music sheets everywhere. And I, I won't be surprised if she ends up with some sort of fixed penalty notice for littering. I think that. But, I mean, um, I think that's only fair. So the only way you're going to stamp it out, if I'm honest. I think so. I think so. Well, but, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not one rule for Adele and another rule for the rest of us, unfortunately. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Someone needs to tell Adele that. Yeah. Um, but her voice, her voice is like it's incredible, isn't it? Like the, her singing voice is on another level, like yeah. proper, you know, like Aretha Franklin levels of amazing. Hmm. And then her talking voice, I, I can never get over the two, the the dis, the differences. And, yeah. and this is coming from me, who talks like this but also can sing. Yeah, I just love yeah. it. I love the so it, it just goes from that Cockney to just this unbelievable diva. I think she's mm. great. I am a big fan. Um, and But 300, was it something like half a million people waited up till midnight, watched it live gonna, on YouTube? I'm going to have to listen to this now. I'm going to have to find it. Yeah, it's, worth it. A, it's definitely worth a listen. And the video's online. There's sort of a nice video about her sort of... Um, well, I said it's nice. It's very sad. Yeah. Um, yeah. All black and white in a little sort of bare house. I mean, considering how much money she's got, the house she's got, no uh, the video is... No, it, yeah, no furniture. Is it a draft? It looks it a bit like, like a drafty house. The it windows does. open. There's like curtains mm. in the wind and stuff. Yeah, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of wind actually. Where's um, she, she living? I don't know where she's living. The Highlands or somewhere now. When it's yeah, it's I thought she'd blustery. be doing better than that. Yeah, I don't know what's going oh, on. She, it looks a bit the like the we house. We don't know, do we? No, that's the thing. She's not on Twitter, so <laughs> um, she. Uh, it looks a little bit like the house that Johnny Cash uses in the song Hurt. Oh uh, yeah, well that's not a you know that's not a happy is it? No, it's not. Is it? It's not going to be on MTV no, Cribs. Oh no, no, no. Get no. some windows in. Get some plantation shuts or whatever they're called. Get them <laughs> exactly. Uh, but no, it's it's, uh, it's it's well worth a listen. We're playing it on the station as well. I'm sure we'll play it at some point today, if not next. Um, but uh, it must be hard being. I often think it must be hard going out with Adele as well because you know any slip up. Oh, yeah, you'll be a song. <laughs> Any mistake, that's your yeah. track six. All right, track six, that's what oh, our friends what, call you. Oh, no, what did I do? Yeah, yeah you, you don't know you've done something. <laughs> oh, all right, what? No, it's all right, I've just got an idea for a new song. What did I do? Oh, what did what? I do? What did I do? What did I do? I didn't do anything, did I? That's all right, an album out of this. Why are you acting today, my friend? Oh, God. <laughs> it's, the other thing I find about the phenomena that is Adele yeah. um, is that you couldn't, I mean, no other music artist could do what she's done. She basically put um, sort of posters and billboards up all over the world, Brazil and Italy and Japan and England and everywhere, that just said 30. No mm, other details. Yeah. Yeah. And, we, and, and people instantly knew that it was Adele, that Adele had a new album coming out and it was going to be called 30. Is it all it said, just 30? No, it no, just said 30. Picture of our no eye or anything? Nothing? Nothing. Just mm. 30. But people knew the mystique of it. Oh, it's been five years. Taylor Swift moved her album release a week earlier, so not to have to compete oh, with her. She saw a post from it. Oh, God, get it. No. Get right, move it. Move it. What? It says 30. I don't understand what it means. You do. <laughs> right. On the way to the supermarket. You're joking. Yeah. Oh, Same come day. on. <laughs> I thought you couldn't. And then it's sort of like, you know, it's been teased all week that it's going to happen. Midnight. Mm. Loads of people have waited up to, mm. to listen to the new song. I thought... You couldn't do that with a comedian, could you? No. Do you know what I mean? You couldn't have, like, uh, just suddenly it just says, like, chicken. Yeah, like a, just a great all, routine all about chicken. Yeah, like yeah, there's a great, a, you've got this brilliant routine about chicken. At midnight tonight, 
it gets launched and then loads of people wait. (laughs) Midnight tonight. Barbers. (laughs) Tesco. Yeah, it's midnight coming. tonight. Yeah, it's coming. Toothpaste. <laughs> oh, and then right on midnight, you're like, yeah. "Hey, so anyone like, ever noticed? Just when you get your toothpaste, it's, it's clear, and then when you brush your teeth, it goes white. Then it was there about." Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Matters. Beautiful day up here in Stockport, Steve. Is it? It's not here. It's Absolutely very Absolutely beautiful. A real autumn day. Oh, we sun, had that like yesterday. Cold, but we sunny. had that yesterday. So maybe, yeah, that was that was yesterday. That was horrible here today. Oh. Ugh, well, I'll expect that tomorrow, no doubt. Mm, to look forward to. Um, I've, uh, I was away this week. Uh, stayed over in uh, in the east side. Uh, did uh, did Grimsby as uh, yeah. as we mentioned, and then Stockton. So stayed in York, sort of halfway. Oh, it's nice York, but, isn't it? York's lovely, isn't Big it? Big fan of York. Lovely. I mean, the train museum's so there, nice. but the National Railway Museum. But of course. I do love a bit But even of just wandering around, because I'm, I'm, at the moment, my uncle is driving me on the tour, yeah. my uncle Stephen, mm. and uh, he's... So I'm introducing him to all these places that he's never been to. He's like, oh, I'm going to bring the missus here. This is a nice town, this, isn't it's it? Nice. But it's lovely at Christmas. Mm. So yeah. we did all that, you know, the Harry Potter little uh, back at, back lanes and stuff like that. Beautiful, beautiful. And I stayed at the Hotel Devan in, in York, which is always very nice. Um, and I posted, it sort of sparked people's imagination on uh, on Twitter. I don't know if you saw it, Steve. No. But I posted uh, what I discovered when I got into my room. I was in, in, a, in a very nice room, the Hotel Devan. Uh, this is not a sponsored link, by the way. It paid uh, the full amount. Full price. Um, but when I went in there, uh, two baths, Steve. Two baths. Two baths. Sort of, oh, it's Hotel de Van. Were they like sort of like steel roll-top baths or something really fancy? Yes, exactly. And they were in the room. They were actually in the bedroom. Right, yeah, okay. Were they right you know next to I mean? each other? You know, so you could uh, I'll, I'll, chat? Let me send you... I'll send you the picture now because I, I, okay. I took the picture um, and posted it on online the other day. So mm-hmm. there we go. I'll put, I'll put that on our little radio WhatsApp oh, group. Oh, there it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is that telly over there? Is that telly over on the side? No, it's a mirror, no. but it looks it's like a, a massive microwave. <laughs> yeah, because of the way that Weirdly. it's reflecting the wall. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a little thing um, in between. So what do you do? Just put your drinks on the middle there and have a little chat? Well, I had no one to share it with, Steve, but, oh. um, yeah, I imagine so. There's a little table in the middle. Uh, although the taps are slightly in the way, mm. I think. But, um, the bot- yeah, two I like the, way the bottoms of the baths meet, so you can just sort of, like, tickle each other's toes. That's nice, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, you could do that, I suppose. Um Two sinks, two baths, but annoyingly, only one toilet, which I thought, they've missed a trick there. Yeah, they have, haven't they? Second toilet is the way forward. Because any romance that you've gained here with this double bath exactly. set up exactly. is immediately shattered. Yeah, <laughs> right, li- quite literally Just go shattered. on the toilet. <laughs> exactly. oh, well, not, not there, are you? I'm still in the bath. <laughs> <laughs> any honeymoon will be spoiled by the phrase, I'd leave that five minutes, love. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So... Should put yeah, but it was very nice. But it was one of the oddest things I've discovered mm. uh, whilst being on. T- and obviously, I stay in a lot of hotels. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Just it was uh, a nice bath. touch. And actually, a lot, lot of people messaged me to say, "Oh, they'd stayed there on their honeymoon," mm. um, and they sent me pictures of them in the same room. Oh, okay. Uh, in the bath, like. So were you in like in the there. honeymoon suite? I was basically in a honeymoon suite by myself. Oh dear. So, have you ever heard anything as sad? <laughs> 
no, no that is quite. Yeah, that is quite. But I mean, you got. Did you use both the baths or did you use the one or need or I just, neither? I just. I took a shower. If I'm honest. Yeah. Oh, um, shame, I also felt a bit icky in the bed thinking of how many people had the honeymoon oh, there. Yeah, yeah, because that's yeah. Well, yeah. Then again, let's it's be honest. Drunk. No one's doing it on their own nah, honeymoon. Nah. Are they? We got um, we got married. Me and my wife got married in mm. obviously, as you know, in Henley, and we stayed at the Divan, and there was a just the one bath in uh, upstairs. And I discovered it the next morning because I didn't stay. I stayed in the hotel with you down the road. Didn't oh, of I? course, yeah, yeah. I was like, there's a bath up here. It's a, it, must be, it was on a little balcony overlooking the river. We yeah, stayed one in, in Edinburgh once where the, the bath was on a balcony outside. Mm, it I was like outside. That. You sort of came out and then got it in the bath outside, which was quite a nice touch. You can only do that with one bath. You can't do that with two baths. You can't have one inside, one outside. No. Because there'll be fights, won't there? Yeah. You can have the one outside. I'll have this one. <laughs> yeah, Don't exactly. come back in. I need the exactly. toilet. <laughs> um, we're chatting this morning about oddest things you found in hotel rooms. Uh, over the years, uh, Maria says uh, a hairy, naked old man. Okay, that's, clearly that's I was given the wrong key. Not sure who blushed more, me or the naked dude. Oh dear! Oh, that would be, awkward, be a sight. For, for every, no one comes out that well, do they? No, no, absolutely not. Uh, Vicky says uh, my nephew was taking his girlfriend for a couple of nights away, and when he booked the hotel, there was a section for any special requests. As a joke, he put a large framed photo of Ainsley Harriet. <laughs> When they arrived, the hotel had come good, and there it was on the bedside table. His really? girlfriend didn't know about it and was puzzled with the odd photo for the whole weekend. Oh, well, that's a nice touch. That's a good hotel, isn't it? That's yeah. really gone out of the way there. Well, I had this last week. I stayed at the Londoner Hotel in, in Leicester Square. It's brand new. It's only four weeks old and uh, booked, booked in. And when I turned up, there was a, I was there for four nights, there was a photo of me and uh, Sergio the cat that I'd obviously posted on Facebook at some point and printed out and put in a frame. In your room? In my room. That's weird. Why have they done that? <laughs> well, I guess to sort of like a home from home sort of thing, you know. So I no, guess you think you might want with your kids or your wife or something. <laughs> <laughs> just the one cat yeah, as well. Yeah, just the one cat. Loves yeah. that cat. It was a, Never it was stops nice... talking about that cat. <laughs> it was a nice touch, to be fair. <laughs> uh, we got Rachel on the line this morning, who's had uh, an experience of her own. Morning, Rachel. Morning, guys. Morning. Morning. So, <laughs> go on, fire away. So, I went on holiday to Berlin, and um, the the accommodation was, you know, a bit strange. And I are we talking hotel or? Well, it was an Airbnb, Airbnb. and basically, ah, risk, I yeah. hadn't really checked the photos before I went I mean, properly. What, I the main thing to do. Yeah, and to be honest, <laughs> I will say I didn't pick this accommodation. My friend did, okay. and um, oh, okay. we were going to Berlin, and then we get there, and we can't even get in the front door for a start. And then when we actually get in, turns out the shower was in the kitchen, like just open in the kitchen. So wow, when you wanted to get washed. Everyone had to leave the kitchen. And that was it. You're just there. Just in the middle of this kitchen in Berlin. Like, <laughs> I think I might have made a mistake. But you could take the... If all the plates needed washing, you could take them in with you and do, <laughs> do them while you're in there. <laughs> just pass them over. <laughs> Kill two birds with one stone. Exactly. Like... <laughs> yeah. And then you yeah. could file out like with somebody with a dishcloth and they could do all the plates and then do you. <laughs> there you go. Just with a dishcloth? Yeah. <laughs> Be there a while. Perfect. 
yeah, it wasn't a, wow. it wasn't the best so holiday. <laughs> so you're not in charge of, uh, or your friend's not in charge of booking accommodation anymore. Yeah, my it. friend is not in charge of even having any opinion in accommodation anymore. I mean, that's fair enough. <laughs> that's Thanks, Rachel. No problem. Bye, guys. <laughs> that was a bit like, um, do you remember when we stayed in Oxford that time? Yeah. That yeah. reminded me of we that. We had a single bedroom, which was, we were fine with. We used to put like a little, we used to put a little row of pillars down the middle of it and we'd call it the Berlin Wall. Remember, yeah. and you, you put your leg on it. I was like, whoa. Yeah. You don't hang your washing on the Berlin Wall. It's we the Berlin Wall. about that. You just stay your side. Yeah, we've, you know. If, well, we didn't want to end bed. up in a sort of uh, planes, trains and automobiles situation. situation no. But it was a single room. They're not with pillows. And then there was, a, there was a shower at the bottom of the bed. But it didn't have frosted sides, did it? It was just a glass, like, TARDIS. Yeah. And you just got... That was, that was an odd one, wasn't it? It was an odd one. And we had the same thing as Rachel there, where one of us had to go out while the other one had a shower. Yeah, we sat on the doorstep, I remember, yeah. But actually, now I'd probably not even bother going out. Yeah, I'm not bothered just, anymore. Just, <laughs> just crack steams on, up, doesn't it? Yeah, crack Soon on, exactly, up, and crack also, on. I've got... <laughs> literally crack, crack on, on, crack off. <laughs> I've got my phone. I'm not going to... Why would I look at you watching your bits? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but if you'd have to point your phone down when you were looking oh, yeah. at an unnatural angle because I'd be thinking, what's he doing with that phone? <laughs> Is he live streaming this on Instagram? Is <laughs> it Facebook Live? <laughs> yeah. Um, Adam says, first holiday away with my partner, six months into a relationship, so still quite yeah. new, I guess. Quite exciting. Shower and bathroom. Uh, full glass wall looking into the bedroom. So, obviously, you know, if you're having a shower, you can have a look in, but had to hang a towel over the shower head every time you need to go to the toilet. Yeah, no idea. They've not no thought that through, they? they haven't, have they? Is it, can That's you get like a glass that looks so- yeah, clear? The glass that looks clear, then when you press the button, it just frosts. You know what I mean? Like it's got Yeah, have you, have, you, have you ever been in one of those public toilets where when you lock it, it frosts over? No, but you so can you still can see this. out. Oh, that's good. You oh, can still see out, though. Yeah, but would you be confident it's definitely no. on if you can still see out? No way. Or you go in, is it broken? And you're going, oh, I can see out, but they can't see it. I'm going to do this. You know, <laughs> it's broken, mate. It's not working this week. No, it's, oh, it's one of the weirdest sensations. It really is. Uh, Rebecca Hayes says, my four-year-old daughter once pulled out a huge, uh, inverted commas, adult toy from under the bed in a hotel in Newquay. Oh, yeah. God. Rebecca, oh, that's the worst no. story we've ever had on oh, this dear. show. How do you explain I was that horrified. <laughs> God, I was horrified, she said. So I put it in the bin and we left for the day. On my return, I was shocked to find it placed on the bedside unit. The maid obviously thought it was ours. Oh, she's left it. <laughs> Give that a white, leave it on the side. <laughs> I tried to explain to her in the morning that it wasn't, but she just shook her head and waved her hand at me. Oh, my gosh. Explain that to a child. I hope it was one of those ones with bunny ears and at least you could pretend it's a rabbit or something. Well, it yeah, is that's rabbit, true. You know. Well, it is. <laughs> but, like, yeah. you know, something to do with it's Peter a... Rabbit. He's Peter yes, Rabbit. It's mate. He's very angry. <laughs> He's had a lot of radishes. And Mr. What's-His-Name from the farm has been chasing him all day. Uh, we, um, this is... a. I, I don't even know if this is a story I'm allowed to tell, but we're here now. Um, it's in my book, so it's not like I've not told it before. But uh, I, when I, there's a story about when I was a kid where I found one oh, in yeah. my parents' room. <clears throat> mm. and uh, But thought it was like a robot, like a sort of, like a little, to- like an actual toy. Yeah. And uh, flew it down the stairs. Whee! Like a rocket. Oh, like a rocket. Like a rocket, Ooh, yeah. A rampant rocket. <laughs> a rampant rocket. 
and uh, flew it around the living room. Uh, and who sat there with my mum and dad? Just oh. the priest. The vicar? What do you mean? Like in, a, like in a raccoon like farce? Yeah. Straight into like his face. Mum! <laughs> <laughs> like an actual priest sat there. Father? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and he was at the time trying to convince my parents that they should get married because my mum already had a baby and had one on the way. And uh, he was trying to get them on the right side of <laughs> of God <laughs> as I come through. Oh. Wee! Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. That's what he said. <laughs> Oh dear. Uh, Karen Hanley says, I worked in a hotel, found a very large screwdriver in a man's room under his sheets. Oh, oh that's, that's a bit creepy, isn't it? Either creepy or just a very scared man who's been, you know, who's got previous, maybe. That's yeah. pretty scary. Uh, Rachel B says, a soggy pink thong in a kettle of a oh. room in this gorgeous country hotel. Oh, do you know? Uh, no. I've since learned that hotel kettles yeah. have been known to be used for cleaning underwear and for boiling bacon. Right. You're I, joking. No, I, I mean, I can't I can't have a cup of tea at a hotel kettle because I hear the voices of the people who stayed before just saying stuff like, let's do we in the kettle. Or so I can hear that every time I fill the kettle. I remember that time we right. did the we in the kettle. So I can't. And now I'm finding out Who's people are boiling. Who's doing kettle? What hotel are you are boil- in? People are boiling thongs, man. You've just said them bacon. Well, yeah, I suppose so. Poaching salmon. Nah, 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 nah. I'll just, I'll go downstairs. So you just don't have, a hotel, don't have a cup of tea in a hotel? Not in the room. No, I'll have the biscuits, but I'm not touching that tea. I don't like that milk <laughs> either. I was in a restaurant yesterday in, uh, in York, uh, The Botanist, Lovely food, really oh, lovely stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm out and about, I just find like a chain. You know what I mean? I can't be bothered yeah. risking it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a bills. Mm. Yeah, I love you a bills. Trust a bill, you know what I yeah. mean? Just can't go wrong, can you? Yeah. And um, I said, uh, oh, can I get a cup of tea, please? And he said, oh, sorry, the, the machine's broken. <laughs> the coffee machine's Machine. broken. Oh. I said, well, I, said, I don't need a coffee. I want, I want, I just want a, a cup tea. of tea. I said, oh, we can't get any hot. They couldn't get any hot water. I was like, what? No one's popped out to Argos, got a kettle. A cup no, of tea. No, no other way of getting hot water. No other way. But boil it on a boil it on a pan. You can do that. We used to do in the olden days. Yes, exactly. Ridiculous. Uh, Janine Harris. We stayed at a B and B in Birmingham, and the wardrobes were full of clothes. One of them had three full-length fur coats in it. Honestly, I was ready to put one on to get in the wardrobe and head to Narnia. It was amazing. That sounds good. Sounds all right if you've got a full like load of new clothes just walking around. Like well, some yeah. stately home. Uh, Helen Waggett says, uh, on our honeymoon in Sri Lanka, the massive bath was next to a floor-to-ceiling window looking out over the countryside. Monkeys sat looking at us while we were in it. <laughs> I'd sort of be into that. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. What, what are them weirdos doing here? Yeah, but monkeys. It's about time they got a bit of their own medicine. That's all they do, isn't they? When they see, you know, when you go to a safari park or yeah, whatever. I guess so. It'd be worth just showing, showing off, isn't it? Bit, bit of your own poo at them. Just see no, how I they just, like it. Do you know what? I just sit in the bath eating a banana. Having <laughs> a lovely banana. Can't get it, can you? Window, ain't you? Uh, Charlie McKeaton says, uh, checked in to, to a place in Lancaster and the very disinterested receptionist called to another team member, have the police still got the keys to room three or have we had them back yet? <laughs> he said legally. They couldn't uh, tell us why the police had them. <laughs> Do, can I, I'll, do you know, is there any chance I can swap rooms? <laughs> Good God, that's not what you want to hear. Where real music matters. I had a quick Google there, Steve. Uh, the yeah. oddest things found uh, that guests have left in hotels. Oh, yeah, okay. 
I'll rattle through these. This is a top 20, okay? Mm, okay. This is on, uh, I don't know what's, it's on uh, what guests have left in hotelrooms.com. Oh, it's a very specific website, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, 20, a bag of snails. Weird. 19, a Swarovski encrusted five foot wedding cake. Mm, it's weird. Nice. They've forgot that, haven't they? They're rather than Yeah, they? I think so. Uh, 18, pies thrown all over the bathroom wall. That's a few. Maybe they couldn't eat them all and they went, yeah, I'm not going to waste them, so I'm just going to lob them at the wall. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, in Wigan. That's hotel in Wigan, isn't it, clearly? Yeah. Let's work out where the hotel's 17. are, Wigan. <laughs> a briefcase with $16,000 cash inside. Oh, Vegas. <laughs> Easy. Uh, 16, a full rabbi costume, including the beard. Ooh, it could be anywhere, couldn't it? <laughs> you, you backed out of that one, didn't you? <laughs> well, I mean, it could be anywhere. <laughs> That's why I was excited. <laughs> well, that could be everywhere. Yeah. Uh, 15, a Shetland pony. Shetland? Shetland. I mean, Scotland, I'd say. <laughs> Scotland, yeah. uh, 14, all room furniture nailed to the ceiling. Oh, that's in the Twits house, isn't it? That's what happens in the Twits. <laughs> that's just weird. Yeah. Uh, a glass eye and a glass of water. Sammy Davis A Jr. giant does. bag of marijuana. Sammy Davis Jr. 20... <laughs> Twenty-six unopened bottles of hair dye in various one, shades. Is this one thing? No, no, one, this is not one uh, hotel room. I was going to say, who's, who's <laughs> left this? There's a glass eye, there's marijuana, there's hair dye. <laughs> Some guy's going to get grey. Guy's going to get home. And go. Oh, I've left me eye and me all me weed. <laughs> Some poor cleaner. Yeah. What's supposed to do with a shell and pony? <laughs> <laughs> uh, a wall completely covered in artistic graffiti. Mm, Banks is stayed there in Bristol yeah. somewhere. Uh, nine, uh, a hot pocket in the safe with a note that said, microwave is broken. <laughs> <laughs> what tried to use the safe? <laughs> I'll give it a go in here, give it five that's, minutes in here. Well, it's pinged funny. when I typed in that number, but I can't get it out now. I might start doing that as a little... You know there's, you know the old um, Tommy Cooper joke when he used to put the... the tea bag. The, the tea bag in someone's yeah. top pocket and say, have a drink on me. Yeah. I might start doing the... Hot pocket in a in the safe with a note saying yeah. microwave's broken. Just, just for me, me yeah. and housekeeping. Yeah, yeah, little joke, little pop tart in there <laughs> or whatever. Uh, six full size, fully decorated Christmas trees. Wow. A bathtub full of potatoes. A land deed entitled to land in the Scotland Highlands. Wow. Uh, a suitcase full of prosthetic legs. Well, that's maybe he's a salesman or something. I don't know. That's weird, isn't it? Uh, a Bible full of cat photos. Wow, that. Is there many cats in the Bible? Um, no, don't, I don't think so. I can't think. Uh, of a goat dressed like Abraham Lincoln. What? Just in the room? Just in the room with, with the hat on. The big hat on. Beard. The beard. <laughs> uh, number two, cats. Cats everywhere, and a hundred dollar tip with a note that said, "Thanks for taking care of these guys. We'll be back in a week." Well, she never came back. Left the cats there. Ah, oh, he never came back. And number one, a dead alligator. Oh, I mean, I, I can't don't, even. Hey, don't know where to start with that one. Well, no, no it's not worth. Well, yeah, he won't. He won't be able to get a life one in the room, would he? Come on, come <laughs> no, on, mate. Of course not. This <laughs> is empty. His wheelie bin out from last week. But how did he get it past reception? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you know when you go to a hotel, the Sunday they have a little off license across the road, and you buy like a bottle of wine and a pasty. I feel bad bringing that in a little bag, you know. Like, bought me, yeah, I got me off food because I don't want to. I don't want to pay to be down here. But to, how do you get an alligator through? 
<laughs> it don't bear thinking about Steve. No. Uh, Diane Rudd says we stayed in a B and B in Keswick, found a pair of nipple clamps in the bedside drawer. I was scared <sighs> and checked the room for cameras. Oh yeah. Very odd. Uh, Wendy says uh, one of the boutique hotels I managed had a boudoir room with a mirror the size of the bed on the ceiling above oh, yeah. the bed. Yeah. Yeah. We all knew what you were getting up to if you requested that room. Yeah. yeah. What? I've got Just that you could, could do your hair when you're lying down. You can yeah, I guess so. Brush your teeth. <laughs> I think that would terrify me. I think I was having an out-of-body experience. Well, yeah. I'd look up and I was looking down on myself. I, mean, I don't think anybody wants to say that, do they? No, I Them, mean... Themselves. Well, the, the odd time, Steve, that I've glanced in a mirror yeah. mid-flow... Mm. Yeah. It's not been no. erotic. It's not a it's not a face you want to see. It's not a face you want to see. It's not a it's not an arse I want to see. It's not anything I want to see no, of mine. Nothing do, I want to see. It. The movement isn't as rhythmic as it is in your head. Yeah. There's <laughs> a lot going on. Yeah. I don't want to see that. I don't mm. want anyone else to see that. It's no, not I mean a mirror, that's you if it's behind the you, mirror, then you you're not seeing you? it, but someone else is going Oh, God. <laughs> oh, gosh. Look, I know. Over your shoulder. No. Oh, dear, dear, I, dear. No, I don't want that. That's no, thanks. a big, white, pale mess just mm. romping around. It's like <laughs> one of those beluga whales. You know, <laughs> do you know what yeah. I mean? The beluga whale. No, that's, yeah. that's, I don't want to see me. Yeah. Anyway. It's not a room. Anyway, not, a room for, not a room for us. <clears throat> no, it's not for me and you. Not for me. I mean, it wouldn't be for me and you either. No. Um, uh, we've got lots of people who've, who've sort of been given the wrong room. Uh, Kerry White says, I travel a lot. I once found a couple already in my bed in Nigeria. Uh, some or... dirty pants. Oh. Well, yeah, apparently. Uh, some dirty pants behind the curtain in Dallas. And in, Zomb- in Zimbabwe, I was woken by a giraffe chewing the roof of my hut. Well, I suppose that uh, if there's giraffes happen, nearby and you're in a hut, that's going to happen, isn't it? Yeah, I'd say so, yeah. I mean, if you're in the, if you're in the, the Premier Inn in Hull... I'd say that's more. You've got a you've got a substantial complaint there. Yeah, that's yeah. you know. <laughs> so, so, not so, so much if you're at the Centre Parks in Longleat though, because you know they could have <laughs> broken free. So I've got this. I stayed in a hotel once near in North London somewhere. We were doing a TV show called uh, Premier League All Stars. Yeah. And it was, I don't know if you remember this, it was for Sky. It was at the David Beckham Academy, so maybe not North London, wherever that is in London. And yeah. uh, and it was all. I hosted a show afterwards, like a live show afterwards, which was sort of chatting about, about what we'd done. And it was like a big five-a-side competition. All the Premier League teams were included, and there was uh, each team had two celebrities, two ex-footballers, and a, yeah. and a real fan yeah. uh, involved, right? And uh, it was all uh, refereed by Dermot Gallagher, proper ref, you know, Premier League referee, and Ian Wright, I think, and uh, Helen Chamberlain were like presenting it. It was like a massive show. It was hmm. huge. We only did one series of it for some reason. And then they spent all the money on gladiators. Um, so I did this show. Um, anyway, one night we go out after we go back to the hotel. Uh, it's, it's on every night, and we have a little drink and stuff after the show. Uh, and then I, um, I've just had this I had this moment where I just suddenly needed the biggest like poo. Mm. You know what I mean? Suddenly you don't yeah. feel well. You think, oh, yeah. I need to sort this out. So yeah. yeah, I think, oh right. And, I, and even in my head, I'm thinking, I've got I've got minutes here. Yeah. minutes so I, I rushed to reception uh she's like trying to work it out oh it's booked under uh the, the production company's name and blah i was like yep yeah, yep yeah, yep yeah, fine don't worry about it just that's fine i grabbed the key i eventually get up to my room 
I, bur- I sort of burst in. I don't bother even putting the key card in the thing to turn the lights on. I just go straight into the yeah. bathroom, pitch black, and sit on the toilet and whoosh. Oh dear. You know, the yeah. movement of a lifetime. Yeah, yeah. And a proper, you know, when you're like going, oh. Yeah, one of them. Oh, thank you, Lord. Like, you made it of, and everything, yeah. Yeah, but the noises I was making. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> one yeah. of them. Yeah. And I come, I finish off. And I've also stripped off at this point. I was like sweating because <laughs> my trousers are off. I've had to take my t shirt off while sat on the loo. Like, it's not, it's not a fun moment. <laughs> This is this is amazing. Just a man who just needs a toilet. <laughs> no, but I really needed it, Steve. Right. Okay. Okay. And, anyway, I come. I come into the. I come into the room. I put. I put the key card in the thing. I turn the light on, and I. Uh, Hello. Oh, no. Oh, God. I looked at the bed. Yeah. I just see this little bald head. Oh, and it's Dermot Gallagher, the, ref, the Premier League referee. Was it? What, so he, heard, yeah. he was there lying in bed when all that happened? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yes, I come straight into the bathroom. Did you get a red card? <laughs> <laughs> Look him in the eye the next day. No. <laughs> Hit me with your best fact. Fire away. <laughs> so it's still, even ever I think I'm not going to laugh. No, it still it still just makes me laugh. <laughs> uh, so hit me with your best facts. This is a game if you've not played before, where we're looking for brilliant facts, the facts that are so good it makes mm. me and Steve desperate to Google them to find out a little bit more about them. Mm. Um, you will win if you win the game. Uh, an absolute radio Sunday morning breakfast show egg cup. They are much yes. sought after, and let me tell you, they are running out fast. Are they? Oh. Yeah, we've not got many left. And the uh, company that makes them has gone out of uh, business as well. So, oh, okay. yeah, okay. so these are collector's items, Steve. Collector's items. Uh, so, shall we crack on? Yes, okay. Here we go. If you want to join in with this game, all you need to do is email jason at absoluteradio.co.uk. You can join in next week. Uh, Rob Crot says, <laughs> Rob Crot does not sound like a real name. I'll tell you he that. He sounds much. like something out of Roald Dahl, but. He does, he does. Rob Crock could eat no snot. Yeah. Uh, it's illegal, he says, to be drunk in charge of a cow. Is it? Mm. Can't be. How, uh, how do you. Yeah. How, how do you, you in, police that? How, yeah, how are you in charge of a cow? It's as if you're walking yeah. through town. If it's in a field, you, he's. That seems he's a bit harsh. Like he's a, in it, yeah. Not like a farmer can't have a couple of glasses of wine in his, in his house. Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand. Do you know what I mean? Because he's, yeah. he's technically still in charge of the cow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, police just burst and kick the door down. <laughs> yeah. You're a drunk chap. Huh? A... <laughs> Two hundred yeah, cattle. I feel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that seems a bit harsh. That uh, Steve Earl says uh, the difference between a million and a billion, mm-hmm. i.e., a millionaire and a billionaire. Yeah. A million seconds is two weeks, give or take. A billion seconds is just under 32 years. That's quite wow. a lot, isn't it? It's, it's a lot, isn't it? Wow. I quite like that. That's a good one, isn't it? I tell that you. is a good one. I, I, mean, like a lot of, one. I can't question that because uh, um, no. it just hit me with with facts and I've just we gone... We did literally hit, hit you with a fact. Yeah. But I did he hit you with the best facts? Did they? We don't know yet. We don't know yet, do we? We don't know. We don't know. Uh, Paul Frost said, <laughs> this is a great one. Okay. If this is true. Sir Bruce Forsyth yes. is four months older than sliced bread. 
I think that is true. I have heard that before. I think I did so hear he that is, before. So if, if someone said to him, the best thing since sliced, bre- sliced bread, he would they, be like... They, yeah. Well, he was the best thing before, before, the, before the bread came out. When he was, <laughs> he was four was months for, old. For four you, months. Do you know what? You are the best thing ever. And then when <laughs> he was four months when, old... When the invent is sliced bread, they yeah. said to them, this is the best thing since Bruce Forsyth was born four months ago. Yeah, that's what they said. This is the best <laughs> thing since Forsyth was born. Wow, that's a good one, that is well, it? That is a good one, yeah. So that, that must be like one. early 1910s. Uh, yeah. Something like uh-huh. that. That's weird that they didn't have sliced. What were they just eating before that? Just like just just grabbing bits of bread off a loaf. No, you, could, you could still slice it, but it wasn't readily. It, it wasn't. It wasn't served. Oh, like, yeah, there were still knives, yeah. and you know, but oh, it that wasn't makes sense, the machine that sort of slices it. You know, when you're going great, uh, okay. and, and they Got just it, slice yeah. it or put it. In a, yeah, I was thinking, why did nobody think to slice that? <laughs> they're just biting chunks out the top of it. <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> Until bruising. Now that's not how you do the bread. Get a knife and you just slice it. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he do well? Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Uh, Paul Frost's at the moment, I think. Well, I don't know. Is he winning with Sir Bruce Forsyth, four months older than sliced bread? Know, the one about the billion millionaire was good. Million wasn't it? versus billion, yeah, that's pretty good. Well, let's yeah. see if anyone else can nick it. Uh, Rebecca from Oldham says, uh, "Did you know that you get more pizza in one eighteen-inch pizza than in two twelve-inch pizzas?" Wow, hang on, that's good. Hang isn't it? on, she's messed with my head here. No, it, which is, she explains yeah. it a little bit. The area of two 12 inch pizzas is equal to 226 square inches, while right. the 18 inch pizza will give you a bit more pizza with 254 square oh, inches. Look at that. So that's why Domino's did that meal deal where you can have two medium pizzas. Yeah. Whereas if you just had one large, you'd, you'd have more. They've been robbing us, Steve. Oh, I've been robbing us all this time. The large pizza what is was that cheap. Fact is... That you said about the Domino's dip that there's more calories in the dip. There's than more there is in the calories in that than three slices pot. of pizza. Three? I thought it was one. Is three, it three, mate? That big pot. <clears throat> that big pot that you get at the dip. Yeah. Seven hundred calories, mate. You could have a Big Mac. Oh. I don't even like the dip. I just, I just don't like waste, so I always use it anyway. Yeah, well, now I'm no, not it, anymore. Mate. I'd rather have three more pizzas no. or a Big Mac. Exactly. Uh, Vicky Hogarth, uh, quick fact, Jace. Uh, we all know that a starfish can regrow a leg if it loses one, but did mm. you know that a severed leg can also regenerate a whole new body? Wow. Right. What? I mean, I, I think this contest is over forever, if that's true. That's, that's won everything. Unreal. Give her all the egg cups. <laughs> All remaining egg cups. So hang on. So a starfish loses its leg. And he can grow another one. I knew that bit. Grows a new one. I knew that one. The whole leg floating around. Another one's growing. Another one. Does it grow all the legs first? I suppose it is mainly legs, isn't it? Are they legs? legs. I don't know what they are. (laughs) I don't mean the legs. Yeah. That's impressive, that. It is impressive. So you could make yourself a little friend, couldn't you? Well, I mean... Yeah, I mean, if you if you just bought one as well and you wanted loads of them, you just snap them all to bits, throw them all around, and then next day, <laughs> 20 of them. <laughs> yeah. like, what are you doing, man? You go, so, I, don't, I don't know what I'm doing, I know what I'm doing. So, this is where, if that fact isn't true, we'll now go, what have you done, mate? I saw it on and the Steve's radio. Steve's new show, Blue uh, the- Planet, will be on <laughs> BBC this summer.
Wow, David Attenborough over here. Well, the, well it's, it's, no one's ever said we're running out of starfish, are they? We're running out of cod and the whales are dying. That's but true, yeah. This is why. Pandas. No one's starfish. doing a fundraiser for pandas. Uh, pull a no panda's leg a off, you don't get another panda, do you? <laughs> <laughs> the panda. <laughs> pull up a leg. <laughs> Create a new one. <laughs> Create a new one. Do you know what? All animals Holy. should be like that. That would... Well, maybe all marine animals. <laughs> Yeah, it certainly helped the earth, wouldn't it? I suppose not they've got legs in the marine. I don't know. Anyway, so yeah, there's not many. Yeah, there's not many marine animals with legs to be found. Crabs, <laughs> crabs, your octopus, your starfish. Shrimps. Although there was a thing uh, recently uh, in Australia where they discovered a shark that can walk on land. Oh, I know. You read it's this? Ter- terrifying, isn't it? Terrifying. Because you think you just get your mum, mate. Just get to the safety of the beach. We'll be all right. <laughs> oh my god, I made it. What's going on? And he's just legging it. Hey, the beach. I want a word with you. He's <laughs> chasing you up the beach. Come here, mate. Doing its own noise. Having the right laugh. Nah, no need for sharks to start walking. Nah, mate. Stop. Stop that right now. Yeah, so really only Vicky can win that one, Steve, I think. Yes. Definitely. Yeah, sliced bread was great. The pizza's great. Million, billion, brilliant, but crikey. Vicky Hogarth wins the Jason Manford Egg Cup uh, with her fantastic fact. We all know that starfish can regrow a leg if it loses one, but a severed leg can also regenerate a whole new starfish. That's Cracking. Tremendous. If you want to join in, Jason at absoluteradio.co.uk. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. We're real music. Matters. Good morning, Jason Manford and Steve Edge on Absolute Radio. We are joined by the uh, legendary comic. I'm going to go legend. I'm going to go that far. I don't think uh, you can call me legendary, Jason. I really don't. I've been, uh, I've been, I'm ruined this morning. Ruined a shadow of my former self. Why? Well, I, I went to the Hammersmith Apollo last night to watch Dave Chappelle. Oh, yes. And, and then I made the, the, uh, the schoolboy error of thinking, I'll go for a couple of drinks with Dave. I did a little set. With Jeff Ross, nice. we roasted a couple of people. It was a lot of fun. It was yeah, uh, yeah. That does sound fun. <laughs> rude and filthy. <clears throat> and then yeah. we uh, and then we went out drinking. And I, I I've uh, I barely made this phone call. Oh, well, God. I was going to say I've seen Dave Chappelle drinking, and I've seen you drinking, and <laughs> that that is not two worlds that I imagine mixes together. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was it was a lot of fun. But uh, I think it's uh, I think I'm still drunk. I'm either still drunk or a, a hangover's about to hit me. Wow. Like like. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was a, a really fun night. A really great. I mean, that's one of the greats. That's the that's one of the goats. I think uh, Chappelle. Dave is right Chappelle. Out there. Yeah, great yeah, set. absolutely. I think. Me, did you come with me, Steve, to see? Yeah, uh, Dave. We went to watch the Royal Albert Hall, didn't we? That's right. Yeah, we saw right. Albert Hall. Was I on that night as well? Was that with um, with John Stewart? That was with John Stewart. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah and there was I think a I night. Yeah, and there was a night where I watched him in a, like a little comedy club in East London somewhere, like Greenwich or something. I don't know, something like that. Yeah, yeah, he likes a little, little warm up. It's a very fun. It's a very fun scene. Um, but it's it's like it's a whole like I don't know about you, but I just turn up on my own and like five minutes yeah. before the show and sort of mints on and mints off. But he was like, it's a huge. <laughs> There's like, an entourage. An amazing thing. Ah, oh. oh, the entourage is huge and they're great. And then it was. And then I was thinking, maybe we should get myself an entourage. Yeah, but what would your anyway? That's your the entourage. reason. That's the reason for the call, Jason. Would you like to <laughs> yeah. join my entourage? Oh, okay. I can imagine. Really a, I need you. A Jimmy Carr entourage would be again yeah. very different to a Dave Chappelle entourage. <laughs> <laughs> be mainly, be mainly, 
a, a team of auditors from HMRC yeah. following me around, checking, checking everything's in order. <laughs> Looking at every receipt. Who's this? This is, uh, this is Keith from Accounts. <laughs> now, the real reason you've uh, dr- drunkenly uh, called us up is because you've got a book out, Jim. Uh, you know what? I'd, I'd rather not talk about it, Jason. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, no, I understand. No, I mean, I mean, I do have a book out. It's it's a it's a life changing book, the autobiography. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm kind of shilling a book, I suppose. But I mean, it's nice yeah. just to have a chat with you. Frankly, I think you're Always quite lovely. like it's basically written for you. It's basically Brilliant. about why comedy is the best thing in the world to do. Because is it full of uh, advice and uh, for people start? I don't want more comics out there. It's hard enough as it is. Uh, n- no, it, I'm not suggesting anyone takes bread from our table. Comedy is sort of the the allegory for life. In it and just going, look, this right. is the thing that I'm not, I'm not the best at comedy, but it's the thing I do best. It's a very important distinction. Right. I'm not as good yeah. as Dave Chappelle, but I, it's the thing I do best. And I'm kind of encouraging everyone to do the thing that they do best and to lean well, into that. that makes sense. Because Steve... I think a lot Steve of people is, as well are having this weird, oh what does Steve do best? We'll never know. St- no, Steve, Steve's a brilliant actor, but he used to do stand-up uh, and he was a fantastic stand-up. And then he knocked it on the head to, to be an actor, that which is like the... Opposite way around for a lot of people, isn't it, Steve? Well, I was, I was just getting more acting work, so I just thought this is easier than driving to Chesterfield. <laughs> yeah, very true. You, should, you, should, you know there's gigs outside of Chesterfield, but, I mean, that, that aside, I thoroughly approve of that. Oh, the places you won't see. Like, if you, if you we yeah. live in a specialist <laughs> economy, right, you've got to do one thing well, and in order to do that one thing very well, you've got to not do a whole bunch of other things. Like, the whole yeah. school system is, is, points you in the wrong direction. It goes, oh, you've got a D in physics, we've got to get you up to a C level. Why? The world yeah. does not require someone who's mediocre at physics. Just sack that off. Forget <laughs> yeah, that. Forget the stuff you're rubbish at. If you're no good at it, it's not for you. The stuff you yeah. find easy, do that. I think you could re- I mean, it seems very logical, <laughs> reinvent very the school obvious. system. <laughs> yeah, well, I, that's I true, think, actually. You know, Specialising quite early. I don't think anyone gets great at physics when they're like, oh, I stuck at it till I was 16 <laughs> and now I'm a genius. You go, no, you've got a certain... Because th- there's myths in our society as well, Jason. There's myths about talent. And there's myths about hard work. And they're both total lies. Like some people go, oh, it's easy for him because he's just a comedy genius. No, he isn't. Mm. No, no, no. He's like a, fun, a funny bloke that lent into it and worked really hard at that thing. Yeah. And it maybe didn't feel like work for him. When he's sort of saying, think, oh, I didn't work at it. Yeah. It's like, do you think like he's just because it's easy. It didn't feel like work. But do you think like the phrase, like what I, people say, you know, oh, he's got a natural talent or, you know, you look at sports people or, and obviously a tall guy is going to be better at basketball than a short guy or whatever. But generally, yeah, but those people have just worked very that's, hard. Yeah, but there's lots of tall job. guys that didn't make it. There's lots of guys that were yeah. really funny down the pub or funny in the office that aren't comics. You know, it's the hard work is the difference. So, Do you think saying natural talent is a way for the rest of the population to, to sort of duck out and say, well, there's no point because I've not got the natural talent that that, 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 that person has? I think so, yeah, because I think they're saying that it's a, they're saying that it's a noun, not a verb. That someone's a noun, not a verb. That they're a thing. Mm. Oh, that guy's a, a genius. So it was always going to happen for him. It was preordained. It was so easy. Are you recording yeah, yeah. this in an airport? Yeah. <laughs> no, I like it. I like it. So, <laughs> he's off. Jason's off. <laughs> Steve's uh, just going to do this PCR key, test, guys, and then I'll be right back. <laughs> He <laughs> lives in Twickenham and uh, records from his shed. And every so often, shed. Uh, yeah, Heathrow's not far. <laughs> every so often, someone flies off on holiday or comes back. Right during when the they lockdown, you, when they showed you the house, yeah. they go, "We're going to show you the house between between four thirty a.m. and five a.m. Why? Why so early? Oh, no reason. No reason. It's the only time we can get in there. No, no. Are you planning on no, recording no, any radio now. shows in this house? No, no. Good, good, good. Good to know. <laughs> 
<laughs> so Jimmy Carr's with us this morning. His new book, Before and Laughter, uh, a life-changing book, is out now. This is Jason Manford. This is Hey, me and Steve were just chatting uh, off air a minute ago, Jim. Uh, we were well, that seems about... unprofessional. I'd I rather know, you but... just listen to the ads or the music. <laughs> just listen to them, study them. In silence. Like, you know, have the listener experience. Yeah, I, should, I want really. you guys just, ideally, I'd like you just to stare into each other's eyes. Well, we do, well. Well, we do, we do, do that as well. We do too. We do that as well. It's very hard. <laughs> what were you guys chatting about? Um, I, uh, we were oh, chatting about the James Bond film, which uh, neither of us has seen, but oh. uh, it was spoiled by our producer who told us the end. No! Out of nowhere. No! Yeah, I know. I, I don't even want to reference the end of the movie. No. Forget the end of the movie. Okay, no, no. Good. It's just, That's it's the way it's meant film. to be. Anyway, that was not the reason I, I brought see, it up. I went to see it. I, went, I did a gig in Reading and I rushed home to, to watch it at my local cinema at the IMAX mm. uh, at 12 midnight so that it wasn't spoiled because I had an inkling that if yeah. there's going to be a spoiler, it's just never the same yeah. if you know. No, no, it has, a, has spoiled a little bit for me, to be honest. But the reason that we, we were talking about it, we were talking about the next Bond, who's going to be the next Bond. And I've, I've seen a few pictures I can't of you, talk. I can't talk about it, Jason. Mate, I, because I've got to say. I can't, I'm not allowed to, not allowed to discuss. He's yeah, I mean... Yeah, I can't. I have something. <laughs> I could I mean, see as you if, as if. Well, I mean, a... I'm I'm three three plastic surgery procedures away from being a contender. I'd say, <laughs> but also I'm four I'm four procedures away from being a Bond girl. So <laughs> that I could definitely see. I, I, I would. I mean, I, I I I do love the I love the whole. The, I mean, it might be the last the last great, you know, Bond movie. I thought they absolutely nailed it. The guy that directed it's just mm. unbelievable. He's the guy that did that True Detective series. You ever watch that? Oh, With yes. Woody Harrelson and no, Matthew no. McConaughey. Episode four of that. You know where they go through, if you've seen it, you'll know it's one of the best episodes of television ever where they kind of go through a drug house. They do wow. a raid. And the guy that directed it did that episode and it's like, it's mind-blowingly good. The action is so well put together. Let's promote the James Bond film. Go and see it. It's British cinema. <laughs> yeah, Get out. Support, support your local cinema. They need you. <laughs> yeah. Local theatres need you. But do Even you not, if you don't like me, go and see something. You've done so much. Obviously, you present, you do your, your, your stand-up, you've written a book. Is there not a bit of you that fancies doing a bit of acting as well? I would love to, but I've got quite a limited range. I think right. I can play, uh, I can play me... But I mean, increasingly, yeah. actually, because of the, the way cancel culture is kind of going, you can't really now. They're up in arms. If you go, I mean, Daniel Day-Lewis playing My Left Foot now, he'd be cancelled for it. Of course, yeah. yeah. yeah I tell you, they'd, 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 uh, the, the mob would get hold of him and, yeah. and put him in that wheelchair. <laughs> they, talking of cancelled, before you take us down with you, um, there must be points during your show, because I've had friends go to see your show and go, wow. <laughs> points? Yes, Twice a minute, points. Jason. Yeah. Twice a minute. And there's a whole bit at the end of my show where I just go, right, let's do some career enders. And I do 20 career ending jokes in a row. Wow. Because you've, you've got <laughs> you to be relaxed down, about it, you? Jason. Well, you've got to be relaxed. Look, the joke that ends my career, I've already told it. Jason, right. it's on it's YouTube there. somewhere. It's yeah. out there and it's perfectly acceptable until one day someone decides it isn't. And at that mm. point, what am I going to do? Because if I start apologising, I'll never stop. <laughs> <laughs> if I start, a... I mean, it's just it's a slippery slope. I'll be there yeah. forever. I'll be going. I know a... also that. Yeah. 
do you think there's a point with um, like because obviously TV comedy has become very diluted and and safe to to, to to a certain degree as well as you know and even now even places like Netflix which are quite uh, you know stretching the boundaries are getting sort of told off and in the limelight a little bit. Do you think there's a point where the only time people can because people love the sort of reason of uh, you know coming out and being excited by someone saying something that's wrong you know and, and hearing well, those think- things. I think not everyone does. Here's my, my theory no, is you can joke quite. about anything. You can joke about anything, but not with anyone. And, yes. you know, your sense of humor is very much like your taste in food and your sexual preference. Some people, Jason, like the spicy stuff. They yes. like the rough stuff. Some people <laughs> like my, my comedy. Some people would rather a milder comedian. <laughs> and that is fine. You know, yeah. it's like, it's, I think the wonderful thing about comedy at the moment is there's we're not in competition with each other. Like different people choose different comics and they go, right, I'm going to go. And as soon as they've bought the ticket, they're getting the benefit from it. They're thinking, right, I'm going to go out and I want to have a bloody good laugh. And I like this person. I like their sense of humor. I like what they do, but there's such a broad church and everyone's Mm. great. You know, from you've got Hannah Gatsby at one end, you've got Dave Chappelle at the other, you've got everyone in between doing their own thing. There's so many comedy specials out there. There's so much. It's like sort of music. You know, no one just says, I like music. Yeah. You know, some people like classical, some people like metal. Great. Do you ha- ever have anybody, because obviously someone coming to a Jimmy Carr gig, I, used to, I actually referenced it in my last show, which was anyone who goes to a Jimmy Carr gig and leaves offended, they're the only idiot in that scenario, would be my, uh, yeah. you know. Yeah, and, well, that, uh, it's always, they're always offended by their thing as well. It's always like, well, I don't like that because my cousin about me. had that. Or I had yeah. that. Yeah, and you go, and you go, <laughs> what about all the other jokes? What about the stuff about this starving in Africa yeah. that are actually dying? And you go, ah, I'm not fussed about that. Feels yeah. like the 80s. Does anybody like, ever um, actually complain? You know, obviously we see it in the paper on occasion, but does anybody get in touch directly? Does anybody uh, do, do you yeah, deal, have to deal with anything like do. that? I mean, look, here's my thing. Uh, freedom of speech is not freedom of consequence. Uh, so you can you can say anything you want, but you have to deal with the consequences. And I'm very happy for people. I've got the right to say those things, and people have the right to say I don't like it. They yeah. haven't got the right to say no one is allowed to hear that. That for me is a bridge too far. But yeah. absolutely, people can go. I think that's uh, offensive. And and uh, I, you know the thing that you normally get though is people going, well, I, I you know I just didn't think it was very funny. I just didn't think that joke was actually very funny. And you go, mm. oh, okay, uh, wh- right. whatever. <laughs> Yeah. Do you think if somebody like you or you started now in today's climate, you'd struggle? uh, I don't know. I mean, it's 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 hard to it's hard to know, isn't it? Because it's Mm. it is. I feel like I've been grandfathered in on offense that, you know, I've got this reputation. And so I can kind of, you know, me and Anthony Jusselnick and Frankie Boyle can kind of get away with stuff. Whereas if someone tried to come in and do it right away at the clubs, they might be pleased. It's a weird, it's a very interesting yeah. thing because when when I was growing up, all censorship was from the right. Yes, it's like of conservatives course. going ban this filth, and now yeah. all censorship is from the left. That's interesting. It's, yeah. a, it, it's a really interesting sort of switch that's happened, and I think it's it's fine, and it will switch again. It'll it'll turn, and you've just got to be true to yourself. You've got to go. Mm. Look, I've got this is my sense of humour. I'm saying the things that I authentically think are funny, and there's an audience out there that like me and want to come and see it. And I'm not for everyone. I mean, that's a hard thing to do because as a performer, you're naturally a very needy person. Yeah, of but, course. I mean, I sort of say this in the book as well. You just go, look, you're not for everyone. Stop, stop trying. There's, a, you know, lean into what you are. You know, there's a lot yeah. of people in the world with curly hair and hair straighteners. 
Just yeah. accept who you are and go with that. <laughs> yeah, quite. Yeah, I mean, that's the, the ultimate human hypocrisy, isn't it? Is we want everyone to like us, but we don't even like everyone. No. And you, know, and, and you, so, and you go, uh, we want everyone to agree with us. So you go, I don't agree with anyone about no. everything. No, exactly. Anyone. <laughs> Jimmy's new book, uh, he's on tour at the moment as well, so check out jimmycar.com and his new book, Before and Laughter, a life-changing book, is out. I think it might right be now. worth... Might be worth mentioning, Jason. You're also on tour, aren't you? You're on I am also again. on tour, but don't oh, you worry. I'm looking for. He's mentioned it. Don't I haven't worry. seen <laughs> it yet. I haven't seen this one yet. So it's like it's interesting that thing of like coming out of lockdown and being like on the road again and yeah. going out. And it's like, it's such an amazing like the audiences. I'm sure you've noticed this as well. Like it's like the volume's been turned up. Oh my goodness! It's, it's like uh, just the live in the room, the atmosphere. It's it's, yeah. it's incredible. They're absolutely. Obviously, Steve amazing. H wouldn't know because he's given up comedy to be a bloody no. actor. Yeah, <laughs> he's uh, well. Steve's also got his new TV show out this weekend as well. On, yeah, Madame Blanc Mysteries. Mm-hmm. If you want yeah. to have a little watch of that, Channel Five, well. nine o'clock. We're, we're all plugging Madame our Blanc stuff Mysteries. Yeah, Madame Blanc Mysteries. It sounds like a gentleman's special interest film from the eighties. Well, you, if that's what you you get flows about, you you're more than entitled to watch it. <laughs> yeah, that's the reason might, to watch might, it. Please do. I might watch. Uh, I might nip, nip nip downstairs and watch a bit of the Madame Blanc Mysteries. Okay, sounds, that's up. Yeah, so it's a cloak we will work under. <laughs> Sounds lovely. Now, before you go, tell us a bit more about this uh, book. Was there a reason you decided to write the book, uh, apart from yes. obviously getting paid? Jason, no, no, no. I got a call from my manager, Hannah, who you know, and she said, look, you've yeah. got, you got options, kid. You can do a podcast or you can write a book, but you're not doing nothing. You're not, you're not, coming, out of this, <laughs> you're not coming out of this lockdown with a pot belly and, and a bad attitude. Wow. Uh, so, I, I, you know, what happened was Adam Kay, the, the brilliant uh, comedian and writer who wrote This Is Gonna Hurt, which is a much better book than mine, oh, yeah. about Fantastic. the NHS and his time being a junior doctor. It's a wonderful book. And he phoned yeah. and said, look, we're doing a benefit for the NHS. We're going to write a book and everyone's going to write pieces in the book about their experiences oh, yes. with the NHS. And so he phones me and he goes, would you write a piece? And I said, yeah. And I wrote a piece about my mother who died in um, Guy's and St. Thomas's Hospital in London. And I talked about the pain management team and how difficult it is to kind of be there at the end with someone and how amazing the nursing and doctors kind of were. Um, and then out of that kind of sprang the book because a publisher called the next day and went, oh, I was quite nice. And I liked looking back. It's mm. quite a nice thing, I think. When, when life slows down, there's a really nice, I think it's Milan Kundra. There's fancy for you. wrote this book called Slowness and about how memory and speed are inversely proportionate. So when you slow down in life, you remember more about what happened. And I'm so used to, for 20 years, having this frenetic life where every day is different and doing shows. And then suddenly everything sort of slowed down and I kind of went, oh, right, I'm going to sort of remember what happened. And I don't think I'm that smart. I don't think I'm lucky. I just think I believed certain things. And by believing those things, I was able to have a life less ordinary. And I wanted to share that a little bit. I became a father for the first time and I wanted to write a book for my son that would be, okay, this is what I think about life and this is how I think it's played. Yeah. Wow. So that's a great reason to to, to start writing it. And and obviously there's been a year of, um, you know, obviously there's been highs and lows this year. We both lost uh, uh, someone that we worked with many, many times. Uh, Someone you worked with many more times than I did with Sean Locke. Um, I guess you were saying to me on the phone about... Being in a almost being in a double act with with Sean in the end with the amount of shows. Well, I, I didn't realise I was on I was on the phone with uh, Lee Mack and sort of going, oh yeah, I did like to, Lee, Lee went. How many shows did you do with him? And I had to Google it, and it was like over two hundred and fifty shows together. And I don't know, there was something about Sean that was that was very special. Like in that 
everything that he said was he did sort of quite surreal, sort of mm. delicate comedy. But yeah. because he looked like the guy that turned up to fix your boiler, it was like, <laughs> it was always sort of doubly funny for me because it was like, how's he, why is he doing that weird? It was just, there was something yeah. very everyman about him, but his comedy was so not everyman, was so kind of, I don't know, like he really, he really made me cry with laughter a lot. Like to the extent that I had to have, you know, tissues under the desk at Cat's Countdown <laughs> for two reasons. <laughs> Yeah, no, he's a very funny man. I mean, just getting him to laugh at something you said. I remember just being on, you know, opposite him on the show for so many episodes. And when you said a joke and he laughed, it was almost better than the audience laughing. Yeah, no, it was. It was the. Um, no, he wasn't the most giving with it either. Oh that's no, he's bad. That's, I think that's why because it didn't happen every yeah. time. <laughs> oh, you had to earn it. Yeah. <laughs> and there must have been a moment when you know after you went through the. Uh, the tax thing and, and, and that must have been an awful time for you. I know we spoke a few times, you know, during... Oh, no, he, was, he, was, he was amazing on that. I remember having to go, I got like publicly shamed for, uh, yeah. you know, tax avoidance. And then I was on a topical comedy show that week of course. where we talk about the most talked about thing of the week and I was the most talked about thing of the week. Now that's not an easy thing to do. Mm. And luckily, Sean was there to kind of sort of come into my dressing room and go, you all right? Okay, yeah. well, we're going to hand it to you. And then it was like going in the stocks. It was like being in medieval Britain. You're in the stocks and they're throwing tomatoes at you. And my brilliant producer, Ruth Phillips, just went, you've just got to take it, man. Just yeah. don't clap back. It's not the time for you to clap back. There's no justification here. Just shut up and take it. And it was, I remember it was Mickey Flanagan, Sarah Millican and Sean Locke just ripped into me. And they were all absolutely brilliant and just made me feel like normal. Like, yeah. okay, I could take a joke and... Yeah. What did, what guess, did Sean say? He said, everyone saves for a rainy day. You were more prepared than Noah. <laughs> and we only God got to see, it. you know, what was edited. So I can only imagine oh, yeah, what it no, was no. actually like. <laughs> <laughs> the tough day at the office, but we got through it. I bet it, it was. Well, I'm glad you got through it. It's always brilliant to chat to you. Your tour is, I mean, I was looking the other day at the Savoy and all, the, all over the country. Um, you know, I think I do a lot of shows, uh, but every one of them, uh, sells out so make sure you grab a ticket for Jimmy Carr uh, take your mum take your gran um, he's, a, he's a comic for take, all the take family your gran, take your gran maybe if you if she's got a lovely house and you would like to inherit it because I don't <laughs> she's not going to make it through the second half no I'm always amazed at that actually just as a tiny point I'm always amazed like I get 16 year olds coming to my show and I get quite a lot of people in their 80s coming to my show Course. Because if you've got a dark sense of humour, you've got a dark sense of humour. It doesn't go away when you hit 65. It's like, no, those guys are <laughs> like down with it. They're like, yeah, you didn't invent this stuff. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Carr, before and laugh. Jimmy Carr, Before and Laughter, a life-changing book, is also out now in other places that you can get I'd recommend books. the I'd recommend the audio book as well, because I think a lot of your listeners, not readers. Yeah, fair enough. Good little insult and dust <laughs> about to click buy book. <laughs> I've just got to be true to myself. Um, a pleasure uh, talking to you. Let's have lunch sometime, man. Yeah, see you soon, mate. All the best. Take care. Good luck in the shed, mate. Manford. Thanks for joining us this morning here on Absolute Radio. Thanks to Jimmy Carr for coming along. Thanks for everybody who entered. Hit me with your best facts. Uh, always lovely to hear from you. So you can get in touch with me about anything. It doesn't have to be a fact. It can just be uh, something to do with the show. You can email me at jason at absoluteradio.co.uk. The podcast will be up very, very shortly as well. Steve, what have you got planned the rest of the day, rest of the week? 
Uh, I'm off to the garden centre, see if they've got any starfish. That's what I'm going to do today. <laughs> yeah, good show at, at the garden centre. This will be a funny well, place. You never know. You never know, know, yeah, why not? Start there. Um, I What have I got? Uh, I'm down south this week. Uh, Basingstoke, Reading, Basingstoke, um, Dorking. That's Dorking. where I am this week. Nice yeah. Dorking. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. They're all uh, pretty much sold out, but uh, Landudno next Saturday, this ticket's left. Clandidno. Clandidno, I know. I should say it properly. Maybe that's... Ah, Clandidno. Clandidno. That's where I am next week. Uh, and uh, then I've got a little a little time off. We'll have a little look on the website, jasonmanford.com uh, forward slash uh, live. See you soon. Have a top Sunday.